WR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman, and I want to give a big, huge thank you for tuning in tonight. I want to give a huge uh, shout out and thank you to all of my regular listeners and uh, a big shout out to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And most importantly, I want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. So tonight uh, we have another great show. Uh, we are continuing with our Women and Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. And uh, tonight will be the 14th episode. And I have to say, this has been an absolutely uh, great series. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed all of the my guests that have been here on the show um, I mean, from the various background, various experiences, uh, great nuggets of information uh, uh, that they were able to bring forth and just a great conversation. So I would encourage all of you, for all of you that haven't uh, listened to any of the uh, episodes, I would encourage you to go back and listen to each one of the episodes. Um, Fantastic. Like I said, absolutely fantastic. So you can visit my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com and click on the little microphone and it'll take you over to the page specifically designated for uh, the radio show. And I've created a gallery of all of my guests that have been here on the show. So I would encourage you to listen in to all the past episodes, but uh, definitely listen in to the uh, past episode for the Women in Finances series. So. Like I said, we have another great guest tonight, so I ask that you would please stay tuned for our conversation. Uh, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, that number is 917-889-8078. And for those of you that may not be aware, uh, you can not only catch my show here uh, on the radio, but you can catch all of the replays of the shows uh, definitely there on my website, but you can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, we added that here recently, so very grateful for that. So many different ways, different uh, platforms that you can listen in on all of the shows. Well, let's get started. Uh, I don't want to waste any time. Uh, my guest tonight, uh, she is the CEO and Executive Director of PrettyToMe.org, a nonprofit organization that teaches young girls and women 
the benefits of loving themselves first. Kiona is a survivor of human trafficking and a preteen growing up in South Central L.A. She has worked with the Los Angeles Police Department, the city of Long Beach, and Los Angeles Metro to educate staff on how to recognize someone who is being trafficked. She also often speaks about preventing, identifying, healing in terms of human trafficking. As a survivor, Kiona brings a much-needed voice to an issue that largely remains hidden. She is an alumnum of Spelman University and USC. She worked in marketing and advertisement before making her way to major television networks as an editor and journalist. She has been recognized as a woman with a high level of positive influence by Congressman Lowenthal. She's part of the Black Business Leadership Hall of Fame, LA5 Rotary, DCFS, and others. She is passionate about supporting the next generation of young women and is honored to teach, guide, support, and assist them with the use of her personal and professional advice as they embark on their own future. Currently working with schools in the L.A. Unified School District, Kiona has seen the change she has made in the lives of many girls. She has spoken on empowerment panels at the L.A. Center for Enrichment uh, Studies, Hawthorne High School, Washington Prep High School, and Santa Monica College. In addition to being a mother, she is also a published author of a children's book. Let's welcome to the show tonight, Miss Kiona Monroe. Hello, Kiana. How are you tonight? Thank you so much. Hi. Hi. Hello to all your listeners. Thank you so much for that introduction. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure having you here on the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Good, good. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, I always try to open up uh, with all of my guests, especially with this one question, because it's built around finance. So, mm-hmm. will you please your your money story growing up? My money story growing up is that we didn't really have much. <laughs> growing up, we didn't have much. We didn't learn uh, how to save it. Um, we knew how to how to spend it, and we we learned how to uh, how to earn it and the importance of uh, quote unquote earning your keep, but. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I saw. I mean, I, I grew up in South Central California, and, um, you know, my mother's side of the family is sprinkled around a little bit. Uh, they came here from Cuba and then Miami, New York, to California. My dad's family side is um, from Mississippi. And okay. I, I think that um, seeing small amounts of um, investments into your home. I knew that providing a, a home was very, very important and you earn money to take care of your family. Um, mm-hmm. But in regards to what I see now as, a, as an adult, the importance of stock and, and investment property and, and multiple, uh, multiple incomes, it's basically night and day. If I miss yeah. myself. Okay. Yeah, so the money story is, you know, it's, it, I always say this. doesn't matter how you start. It's a matter of how you're doing right now and what you're going to do in the future. Uh, and we talked a little bit offline, you know, about 
mm-hmm. I guess about me in total about the finances and money and how important it is because uh, we all have businesses, we all have goals, we all have needs and wants, and it's best that we can uh, get a handle on our finances as opposed to our finances getting a handle on us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you. That's a very personal story. Uh, uh, Sharon, thank you so much for sharing that tonight with us. Now, tell us, uh, you have a, uh, of course, I kid with you. I don't know if I, last time I talked to you on the phone, I will often tell people about where I'm from. Uh, mm-hmm. I would always say S- South Central L.A., but most people know that I'm not from Los Angeles. Uh, I usually <laughs> say lower, lower Alabama is where I'm from. Uh, so it's, it's kind of great that you have some Southern in you. You're from, you're, you say your father from Mississippi? Right? Yes, yes. My mm. my grandmother, my grandmother is from Mississippi. Um, okay. that's that's why I learned how to cook my soul food. Um, huh? her, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Good. Uh, now tell us a little bit about your your business and uh, what or who influenced you to start your or your organization rather. So. Um, a little bit about my business. So I uh, am the CEO and founder of the Pretty to Me Foundation. And so it is a nonprofit organization that I started, I'd say, roughly about five years ago. Um, and it's a mentoring program that I started as an after-school program um, for several different schools. Uh, I focused on uh, cognitive behavioral therapy with a background in um, neurolinguistics programming. I thought it was very, very important to teach students about um, balancing IQ and EQ, emotional intelligence, leadership development skills, but self-love awareness as well. Um, I was inspired to do that. Actually, it's interesting, by Oprah. I look at, at, at Oprah as someone that has um, been a really, really big influence. And I know she's influenced quite a lot of people. But right. for me, um, working in television and kind of not being supported as a, a woman of color in that field was highly, highly important for her to to be recognized as someone who can do it and do it well. And I mm-hmm. looked at myself the same way, someone who can do something like that and, and do it well and have your own business and start your own business and do well as a woman, especially as a woman of color. And I went from getting degrees in journalism and communications in English to starting a nonprofit. You, one of the, best things I always tell people is don't limit yourself into a small box and say, this is all I want to do because this is all I know how and this is all I can do. I had a passion for something else, so I stepped outside of that box to engage in other opportunities to try, and I learned along the way, and I grew. I found out what a nonprofit is, what the requirements are, and I educated myself so that I can balance my passion and my desire to teach and mentor and counsel 
with running it as a business because a nonprofit is a business. Right. Oh yeah, true. Absolutely. So, so who was your mentor? How did you, how did you get started into that? I mean, kind of share with us some of the, I guess some of the groundworks of getting to where you are right now. Um, I, well, the interesting is I, I always tell people it's really, really good to intern. I've always interned. Um, I did a lot of volunteer work with other organizations such as um, group homes and different shelters um, and even within my, within my church. And I found out um, how they run classroom settings. And it also helped as me volunteering a lot um, on school campuses. I, I'm a mom, so I was always very, very involved that way. Now, in regards to um, doing the nonprofit organization, it really was hard, just, just education, hardcore reading. I decided to invest in myself and take some online courses and take a class. I did the best that I could with getting hands-on experience, and I had to support that with the knowledge and the education. Some things I, I learned along the way, life is your very best teacher. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, there are certain um, bumps in the road that you won't learn to overcome until you walk towards it. And that is one of my greatest teachers. It's just the life lessons that happen along the way. Um and then when you make a mistake, those typically are your learning lessons to go back and say, okay, what did I do? How can I do it better? Where did I go wrong? Let me write this down. And then knowledge is everywhere. So I read a lot, a lot of books about nonprofits, about organizations. I even got a nonprofit for dummies at Barnes and & Noble. <laughs> um, and I, I learned how to do that. The The best thing is, a lot of times people feel like, okay, well, you have to gain capital and you have to start with this. I started where I was with what I had, and I invested in myself a little bit at a time. So I made some sacrifices of, you know, not going out and to change my lifestyle a bit to accommodate my dreams and my desires and what I wanted to do um, as an entrepreneur. I didn't leave my job right away. I stayed and I worked. And what I did was I made the sacrifice of my sick leave to go out and do the things that I wanted to do and then start to sacrifice my vacations to do what it is that I wanted to do. Um, and then same thing, the, the, the benefit is, again, like I said, start where you are with what you have and the knowledge in which you maintain in the moment. Me, I knew that I was very, very good at social skills as a journalist. I knew how to ask questions. I had a lot of skills in, on a level of relatability with young girls, so I used that to help, and also my ability to write. So I wrote curriculum, and then I wanted to say, okay, how do I monetize off of this? How can I turn what it is that I'm doing, and even though this is a nonprofit organization, how do you, is there a way for me to pay myself? Is there a way for me to somewhat make some form of a profit as a teacher? And, and I learned how to do that, how to get a board and, and become an executive director as well as a CEO and founder. And then I think that it's very, very important to have multiple streams of, of income. So I have the nonprofit, but I also have the Life Matters Project, which is the adult version of the Pretty to Me Foundation, which is an LLC. 
and I simply started that as easy as pie without costing me too much but reading on how to start a business. And I, I went through yeah. LegalZoom and okay. continuing to, to, to allow myself to have multiple streams of income as a writer. So I write my curriculum for girls. I write my curriculum for adults with the gratitude journals and workbooks and things like that. And then I write children's books. And that is us, me as an author. Okay. Now tell us about mm-hmm. your children's book. Uh, we didn't have a chance to talk about that offline. But uh, tell us about the children's books that you've written. So I wrote um, quite a few. Only two are out on the market at the moment, and they are um, audio books as well, which you can find on the website. I, I thought it was very, very important to have my voice heard, and I didn't want to miss children. I, I work with children. I work with adults. But it's that, you know, the Pretty to Me Foundation, we start with middle school and high school. But I felt that there was a demand and a need for self-love to teach integrity and communication skills, all of the things that I, I work on in middle school. And I'm just saying, okay, how can I be preventative and how can I teach it to, yeah. young, to, to the younger audience so that they can transition and prevent some of the things that I'm currently working on in middle schools right now? And what's the yeah. best way to, to, to get into that market by teaching through books. Kids love to read. And I'm a, a huge advocate of um, applying knowledge through what you read. And so I decided I have a son who okay. is an illustrator. And I, I said, you know, Christian, I, I would love for you to sketch mommy out some ideas that I was thinking of. Okay. So I used bits and pieces of the curriculum that I teach and I found a way to write it so that it can be more preschool and kindergarten friendly in, oh, regards, in, in regards to teaching. And I self-published, and I did the work, and I used my experience of what I do with the Pretty to Me Foundation, and I poured that into the marketing and advertising for my book. I bet on myself, and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was worth the bet. You know, and, and, and that's yeah. so encouraging. That's so encouraging to hear that you, you invested in yourself. You, I always make notes as I'm uh, speaking with anyone. And you, you talked about, about, you know, sacrificing your time off. Uh, when you were working, you know, to get your nonprofit up and uh, running. And just the different things that you had to undergo sacrifice to get to this point. And utilizing the skill that you had uh, when you were an editor, I mean, it, and as a journalist, you poured that right off into, you know, developing children's book and developing curriculum. I think that's fantastic what you're doing, by the way. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, oh, which is a good time. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back, and we want to continue our conversation uh, on that note. So please, everyone, okay. hang on just a minute. We will be right back after this break.
listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. People been saying to your friends, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Well, we'll continue our discussion with our special guest tonight, Ms. Keona Monroe, in the 14th episode of the Women in Finances series here on the Shape Your Finances show. Uh, now I want to kind of shift gears, if you don't mind, Kiona. Um, uh, I want to talk about or just to ask some questions around some of the uh, challenges that you have faced along the way uh, as a professional, as starting your organization and into the uh, other uh, ventures that you have. Oh, can you kind of elaborate or just kind of give us a, a glimpse into your life as some of the struggles or challenges, as well as some of the, the uh, successes that you faced along the way? Some of the challenges that I um, experienced with being not, you know, just an, an author and a mother, um, a single mother, and, and and doing this nonprofit is number one having the strength to balance running a business and, and, and being a mother um, and being as actively involved in your family life as well as, as your business. The, the blessing about my nonprofit is that I started at my son's school. Okay. So I was allowed to participate, you know, in his activities as well as um, still work with the girls on on the campus. Um, Leaving my job to do it was was a huge leap and a huge step. And a a really big challenge was I got into a lot of controversy when it came to leaving a career of of six figures working for television, which was my passion, which was, you know, exactly what I was doing to go and, and, and not just, you know, have a dream, but to do a nonprofit, a not for profit. People are like, are you insane? Are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you leave? You work in television. You know, you have right. three degrees and you are leaving uh, this cushy job to do, right. to, to jump into a nonprofit that you have absolutely no knowledge in. You, wow. you have no education in, in this, but you, but you love to do it. Can't you do it as a hobby? And I had more people trying to talk me out of it than, than wow. support me of, of, of doing it. Um, in, okay. regards to, in regards to my, my books, um, I just heard so many bad I – mean, there were so many skeptics, you know, 
children's books don't sell, books aren't doing that well, you know, uh-huh. they don't make a lot of money, you know, you can't do that. A lot, a lot of things on what you can't do, what you shouldn't do. Everyone had an opinion about the yeah. choices and decisions that I made for my life because they had an idea of how they saw me, how I was always um, available to them. They didn't see mm-hmm. the potential of growth in any other area. They just sometimes you have to be very, very careful because people can have such a idea of you and how they want you to be and how they want you to live. And sometimes your dreams are are not supported because um, it may not just cut off your finances, but you, they might be financially dependent on you as well with or without your knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? So, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I had more people trying to talk me out of that. Um, that was some things that was bumped along the way. Learning a whole new tax bracket and how to be an entrepreneur and, and, and managing my own time, the get up and go that's required. I was really, really good at managing a team and a staff, but it's really different when most of my team were interns and college students, and how to have one person uh, focus on, you know, marketing, one person focus on this thing. And I had to learn um, what a 501c3 is and what a, non- and, and a nonprofit is and what's the difference between LLC. There was just so many learning curves. Uh-huh. And one of the biggest things was I used my own money. I didn't have capital. I spent more time... And that's another thing. I didn't. I was unaware of how many donations and grants, mm-hmm. and how you can get grant writers. There were so many things that, you know, I did. I, I had no idea I had access to. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Um, oh yeah. And for me, it was a challenge of trying to figure out how to do it. Who would help me? Where is the support mm-hmm. going to come from? How am I going to balance this and my bills? And, and you know, where am I going to trim the fat? And yeah. what's important? How to, rem, you know, uh, remain um, uh, balanced in my, in my life and yeah. make time for myself as well? Because I was going to ask that question. Uh, loving yourself first. Yeah, I keep loving yourself first, and I'm just like, how am I going to balance my me time? Because I have to right. operate um, in this world as my best self so that I can be as useful as possible. I definitely can't run on an empty cup. So right. those were some, some, some challenges that I learned along the way. And people thinking that nonprofit meant free. Everything right. had to be free or everything had to be at a, a discounted price. And I didn't realize that there are a lot of businesses that are nonprofits. For example, American Heart Association, they are a nonprofit. YMCA, YWCA, Boys and Girls mm-hmm. these are like major organizations, but they're nonprofits. And yeah. so I was just like, wow, okay. And they actually learning that they can be run as a business. Yeah. And Being in the field that I'm in and as a woman of color and and trying to work with other children of 
all different yeah. ethnic backgrounds was not yeah. very easy. It was yeah. not very easy. And sometimes a lot, I had a lot of people was like, well, you know, they can learn this at school. Or why is your program important? Why do we need this? Or are you, ju- are you not just trying to get money? Or can't you just, like, people would ask for a lot of freebies. And yeah, when you're but- running a business, you have to know your worth and know the value of it and, and be able to prove um, and determine an outcome that is needed, necessary, and required for academic growth, for, for students. And everybody's not going to always see it the way you do. You know, you're right. Oh, absolutely. You hit on a couple of things here. Uh, when you, at one point, you mentioned about uh, sharing your dream. Uh, well, you cannot share your dream with everybody because everybody's not going to be on the same page with you. Uh, there are some people that, and that's, oh gosh, I've I found that to be true. Uh, and it's ongoing in life. You have some people, there's a saying that you have some people, they're there in your life for a reason a season, and a lifetime. And it's up to us to decide how that's going to be, how, who's going to remain in your life and, and while they're in your life, you know. And it, it seems that you have had, you, you are constantly overcoming and being able to balance a lot on your plate, you know, from transitioning from one career into to, in something totally that was basically new for you and then being able to manage everything in the process. So I'm quite sure it's an ongoing balance, you know, on an everyday basis as you move forward. It's very much so. Always. It's a forever growing. It's forever learning. Um, You learn. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I ask you. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say it's forever growing and learning. And um, you learn how not to take everything personal and look at um, everything as an opportunity for growth versus obstacles and failures. Gotcha. Now, yeah. now what, do you do, what do you do for your time? Because you have a lot on your plate. And um, so, so what do you do for yourself? How do you bring yourself down? How do you relax? How do you rest for yourself? Well, the first thing I do every day is uh, when I get up in the morning, I, I will set my alarm clock for a certain time, and then I'll set it twice. So I tend to get up every morning around 5 o'clock, and so I have my alarm actually go off at 4.45. And it doesn't mean I jump out of bed at 4.45. I do not. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> but I do allow myself 15 minutes of thought and try to give myself some stillness. Um, I have the tendency to write things down of how will I incorporate me time today. I give myself a day off. I have to give myself a day off and not just a day off from work, but also a day off of being a a mother. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of what makes me happy what makes me calm, what brings me peace. And you have to have balance. So I, I try to treat myself. I will eat the cookies. Sometimes I will buy the shoes. Sometimes oh. um, I'll enjoy a Taco Tuesday. You know, we have that here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, you know, I'll take a break. 
one of the best breaks for me is, is losing myself in a movie. That's yeah. one of the best things that I can do because it literally is two hours of time where my attention is fully on being in that moment of what I'm doing, which is watching TV. And, you know, watching a film and watching a movie, whatever that may be, can take you to a whole other place. You know, yeah. I'm lucky enough to live by a beach. I know you live in Florida. Um, yes. I live by a beach. So going for a walk and, and going to the beach and just kind of taking your mind off of things. You have to learn how to find out what it is that you like and allow yourself to have it. Allow yourself to indulge, especially if you are a giver like me or if you're running mm -hmm. a business. A business managing finances, managing schedules um, is sometimes so draining that right. you can't give from an empty cup, right? So you have to figure out what can I do to refill myself. Quiet time with, with, with God, taking some time to self-reflect, you know, is very, very important to me. And I can tell the difference when I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I go in burnout mode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my son hey, will say, Mom, you need to take a nap. Yeah, I was, I was going to say either your son or your some of your staff members, they probably let you know, okay, uh, you know, you'd really need to take a break right now. <laughs> Yeah, they'll say, you know, Ms. Monroe, you, if you want, we'll work on that and we'll take care of this. If you just want to take some time for yourself, you have a whole lot going on and we, you've been up all night. And if we don't take this from you, you know, we know you'll work on it a little bit. And, and, and I listen to my team because they're seeing me on the other side of the room. I'm yeah. not always looking into the mirror. So sometimes people see you better than you see yourself at times in that moment. And you True. think you're busy and you're working and being productive, and they're, look, they're actually looking at you saying, she looks a little stressed. <laughs> mm -hmm. She looks a little stressed. See, she needs a break. Yeah, man, that, and, uh, and it's important to have people like that around you uh, that can give yeah. you that space to say, okay, all right, we can handle everything. Go take a walk on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go take yeah. a movie or something like that. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. perfect. The good yeah. thing is that when you love what you do, and it's fun for you, and you enjoy it, those moments happen um, a little less. Okay. Being burned out and stressed out, they happen a lot less because, for me, I teach love for a living. So mm -hmm. have, having that is, is phenomenal. So that's, yeah. Okay. Well, as we okay. on that note, yeah. What, what advice can you give to other women, professionally or personally? Um, um, ad, ad, advice for business or personal advice? E either one or both. You what pick. kind of advice can I give um, to your audience as an, an yes. entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, do it, you know, do, do it anyway. You know, make sure that you continue to, to move forward and take some time for you. Make sure you give yourself a break. Write things down. Make sure that you have I, – I tend to have either a dry erase board. I have a vision board in my room. I have tons of notebooks 
and journals all the time. And take the time to self-reflect. Take Mm -hmm. the time to write the vision down. And then find out how you can actively participate in the end goal. Allow yourself to slice it down the middle and work on your micro wins and celebrate that. And then work on your macro wins, which are your bigger goals. Don't always beat yourself up because you didn't meet the big goals right away, but make sure you allow yourself to win. If you never give yourself small little goals to achieve because it's baby steps, it is a marathon, it's not a sprint. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've been doing the Pretty To Me Foundation for maybe about five or six years now. So, um, and I still have a whole lot, a whole lot of learning to do. I still have a lot of experiences to make. But um, take some time to self-reflect and look at how far you've, you've, you've come. And that's very important. I would say, you know, to, to all of those who uh, are listening, to, to definitely, definitely, definitely do that. Because if yeah. not, you'll go into a depression and you'll say, I'm not making a difference. This doesn't, you know, what I'm doing it doesn't matter. And you have to do things that matter and make a difference, not just in your life, but in, in, in other people's lives. You need to be making a positive impact in this world and be able to be used to the best of your ability. Yeah, that, absolutely. I mean, if I, if, I, I hope that was good. <laughs> it was. No, no. I, I okay. you're Very good words. No, very good words. I mean, me time. Write okay. things down. A vision board, yes. self-reflection, uh, set goals, and allow yourself to win. Uh, those yes. are valid, definitely valid uh, advice, uh, not only for women, but for men as well, <laughs> for all of my yes. men folks that are listening tonight. So, uh, but, no, thank you for sharing yes. that. Thank you for sharing that. You're now, welcome. What's, You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, so what's on the horizon as we're coming down to a close right now? What's, what's Anything new going on? Any workshops or anything, uh, any new developments that you're working on for the next six months that you would like to share with us? Um, Some things in the works that I am working on. I am currently working with Soledad O'Brien to put together a mini-series for um, the OWN Network. So I'm really excited about that. We have some, uh, I don't know if you've been able to catch it, but I just did a segment for Spectrum News, so we're working on a few additional segments in regards to the story of my life and um, the upcoming children's books. I'm working with uh, Nick Jr. and PBS Kids on some animated series, and I have my third book that I'm working on coming out um, for 2020. So we're going to do a a launch before the end of the year, most likely in December. In the fall, late fall, I will be working with the Obama Foundation and the Global Summit to teach ethical leadership development as a woman of color um, in South Africa. So I'm very, very excited about the next six months. It's, just, it's happening oh. very fast, and I'm very excited. And so um, your audience can that definitely follow me. I'm sure you'll, if they're not doing it already, you can give them yeah. all the information. <laughs> no, no, I want you to do that. I was going to be my next thing. Uh, oh, please share. Yes, yes, give me out. You tell me. <laughs> you tell us. Okay. Go ahead. 
Okay, so you can't get more information by going to www.prettytomeet.org or if you are interested in the Life Matters Project, uh, which is the adult version of the Pretty To Me Foundation, you can go to kianamonroe.com. You can follow me at uh, P2M Life uh, on Instagram as well as Kiana Loves Me on Instagram and Life Matters Project. Kiana Monroe, if you want to follow me on LinkedIn, I'm always posting on there about um, business concepts and ideas, self-love, emotional intelligence, mental and emotional health and wellness as well, and how we can work together as a community to make better investments in ourselves so that we can make better investments um, in our students and our kids for the future. Um, And I'm, I'm always available. Please feel free. You can email me any questions that you have at p2m underscore lyf at yahoo.com. Perfect. See? So you yeah. did a much better job than I was done. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great. Well, great. Well, this has been an a absolute delight having you here, uh, Kiana. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we'll be in touch for sure. We'll be in touch. Well, I want to give a you. big Thank huge... You. You're welcome. And so I want to thank everybody for joining in tonight to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you've missed any of the past shows, you can visit my website at www.shipmentconsulting.com. Uh, click on the microphone to take you to the page dedicated to the show. And you can listen to any and all of the past shows that we've done here uh, on my show. Uh, you can also catch me on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. And uh, you can follow me. If you hadn't touched base with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I always tell people just if you put the, put my name in, you'll be able to find me real easily. Uh, so as we get ready to close, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Okay, we will talk with you next week where we will continue our series, uh, the Women in Finances series. So definitely stay tuned and be on the lookout for next week. Uh, We're going to close out. You know, I love jazz music. So we're going to close out with a little bit of Boney James uh, tonight. Take care, everyone. 